Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. I'll work in the competition while they still sleep because Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, this won't get you to that next level. And today, I want to talk about the fact that there is no such thing as overnight success. You have to put in the work. You have to earn it, even on the weekend. That's what we do here on the Saturday Morning Hustle. We talk about how to earn that thing that you want so hard, so much, that you want it so much, you have so much passion for it, that you're willing to work extra to earn it, even if that means coming in on Saturday, coming in early, staying late, skipping some of the fun things in life in order to build something that is successful. Not singular success, not one-time success, not flash-in-the-pan, flavor-of-the-week success, but real sustainable success. Something that you can do for the rest of your life, or at the very least, build something that can be transferred in, whether it's skills, experiences, etc., into something else you want to do for the rest of your life. So today we're going to talk about how to figure out what that is, the main factors in doing so, which is patience, consistency, creativity, and collaboration. And we're going to use this podcast as the example because this is our six-year and one-week anniversary. That's right. Last week was the sixth anniversary of the Saturday Morning Hustle, starting with a hashtag on social media when I was in the office on Saturdays. Back when our office was at 1219 Creative, you guys can go look it up. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's everywhere. 313 weeks ago, that's 52 weeks, six years, plus one week, we started with the hashtag Saturday Morning Hustle making social media posts, eventually getting into short form videos, eventually getting into short form podcast, and now the long form full podcast. This is the 264th podcast. We've had 248 Saturday morning podcast and 16 episodes of the bonus content series, the balance series, which are all about not just work-life balance, but all kinds of balance issues that entrepreneurs, business owners, et cetera, face on a regular basis. 16 episodes of that as well. So the original Saturday Morning Hustle hashtag post developed into something else, which grew into something else, which became, even now we have swag, we have merchandise, we have all kinds of things that come with the Saturday Morning Hustle brand, including SaturdayMorningHustle.com. So why is it so important to build something successful as verse of versus having it just happen to you, inheriting it, having just TV cameras show up and magically make you famous one day. Well, the biggest difference is that's not sustainable. It's not something that you can consistently do. Even though you might be famous, I'm going to air quote famous for a moment, you might have attention, you might have celebrity status, you might have people wanting to do things with you in a temporary setting because of something else, something external, something you have no control over and something you can't repeat again. But instead, if you're willing to build something that becomes successful through your efforts and through the four pillars that we'll discuss today, much like the six-year journey I've been on here on the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast, then you have something that you can have control over, that you can continue as long as you want, and the success that comes from it are things that come back to you, not creating success for other people. It's not enough to build success for yourself. You don't want to build success for other people who are not involved. 
you do want to build success for you and for people who are involved in helping you achieve your success. And so again, there's four major items that you need to pay attention to in order to do that. We're going to go through them today. Patience, consistency, creative, and collaboration. But to understand, in order to be able to manage, adjust, sustain, and then rebuild, if necessary, a successful entity, whether it's a business, a podcast, a self-brand, a career, you have to have built it from scratch in order to know the steps, know the process, understand how it works, the experience necessary in order to do it again. And you should have, if you've done things correctly, if you're truly being successful, built relationships along the way. Those relationships will help you sustain, will help you adjust and do what's necessary to become continually relevant in 2022, in 2023, in 2025. Or if you end up doing something different, you still have the relationships you've built, the experience that you've gained, et cetera, and something you can point to and say, I did that. I built that. I was successful in the past. I can be successful in the future. So these are the reasons that that building success versus inheriting or accidentally falling into success is most important. Building so it can be sustained is more important than accidental free success. Free success is fleeting. It will leave and you won't be able to get it back. Just ask the cash me outside girl or anyone else like that who's had five seconds of fame on social media and then you never hear from them again. So start number one with patience. You must have patience. I've been doing the Saturday Morning Hustle for six years. That should be the picture of patience for you. Great things do not happen immediately. Great things do not happen overnight. If it is something that is good, it will not be easy. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And what's the point of being just like everyone else? So if you really want to build something that is yours, that's successful, that is sustainable, is real, and is something others would look to as being successful, it won't be easy. But that's okay. By not being easy, that's where the experience comes in. That's where you learn lessons. You'll have more no's than yeses. You'll have more nots than, than wills. You'll have more days that's not working than days it is working. And it's not just you, it's everyone. It's a process. You've heard me say this a hundred times on this podcast. But it's important to continually work through that, the patience necessary to work through that, to learn the lessons from your setbacks, to learn the lessons from things that don't go as well as you expected, to learn when things go unexpectedly, good or bad, and then replicate that, duplicate that, or at the very least not make the same mistakes again as you move forward. That process is necessary and based upon patience. Whatever you do, you're going to start at zero. You're going to start as a rookie. You're going to start as someone who doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't have experience, is not good at it. That's okay. We all start there. People ask me all the time, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. What do I do? First thing I tell them is just do the podcast. Just start. Get going. Do the first episode. I have six years worth of episodes. I have 313 weeks of social media posts. I have almost 270-something episodes of this podcast along with a bonus podcast. No one is discounting what this podcast is today because the first episode or the second episode or the seventh episode was not very good. 
I could have been not very good last week. And they still would say today's episode is what I'm looking for. So just get started, but have patience, understand it's going to be slow. That's why you need the patience and learn your lessons, develop your process, gain the experience that all comes from patience. With patience comes consistency. It's not enough to do a podcast one time a year. It's not enough to post on social media randomly. It's not enough to reach out to people you're trying to build relationships only when you need something from them. You must be consistent in your delivery. If you want to build an audience, if you want to get people to pay attention to what you're doing, if you want to get people who are interested in what you're doing, you have to be consistent. They're not going to take you serious when you start, which is also why you should start. And that starting point should not, don't get hung up on your starting point because people aren't going to take it serious until you've done it a few times. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 300. You have to do something enough time for people to understand that you're serious about it, that you are proving your worth through your consistency, that you are taking it serious, that you actually have drive, determination, and passion for what it is you're doing. If it's creating a podcast, if it's an art career, if it's writing music, if it's developing your skills for your, for a, for your job, if it is anything that you're trying to build or develop comes through patience and consistency. The consistency proves that you're willing to do the work, that you're willing to learn the lessons, that you're willing to prove yourself through your consistency and consistency is undeniable. Someone might say, I don't like your podcast. They may say your social media posts do not, are not attracted to me. They may say that the art that you create is not anything I'm interested in, but they can't deny if you've done it a hundred times, or in my case, 300 times. If your podcast has been around for two weeks, you're sort of invested. If you've been around for six years, you're heavily invested in the process. You cannot be denied that consistency. So build slow for all the right reasons. Learn those lessons, gain those experiences, build those relationships, and attract audience. The people who pay attention to you, the people who want to support you, the people who maybe want to collaborate with you when we get to that conversation later, that comes from slow build and attracting those people, those audience members, those people who want to work with you for the right reasons. Not because you're flashy, not because you're throwing money at, not because someone else is paying attention to you this week, not because you got your picture in the paper, not because you were, you were the paparazzi popped up on you, not because you had a spike in views or a spike in followers on social media. It's because you have built something that you're consistent, that you're reliable, that you are understandable, that they know what they're getting into if they get into a business work or working relationship with you etc. So give them the reasons to work with you, to appreciate you, to support you, to be a fan, to be a follower, to be someone who hits the like buttons, who subscribes by being consistent because it can't be denied. Prove yourself through your consistency and then understand that consistency plus patience equals workflow. When you're consistent in delivering the product, if you're patient in the process, consistent and patient, you are going to put out workflow. You're going to put out content. You're going to put out effort. You're going to be put out things, putting out things, generating, giving, sharing something that someone can connect with. Someone can 
find value in. Give them the opportunity to do that by being patient and consistent. When you're inconsistent, people lose the ability to interact with you, to be a, to be a fan, to be someone who wants to support you. Consistency creates the ability for that to happen on a regular basis because of consistency. Consistency, patients work together for workflow. When people understand your workflow, they understand the product that you're getting, they understand the value they receive from you, the likelihood of them paying attention to you continually, supporting you, maybe even endorsing you and suggesting you to others, which is fantastic. Those things come from patience and consistency. Now, the third item is creativity. And some people may get hung up on this and don't panic if you think that you are not the most creative person in the world. It's not about having mind-bending creativity. It's not about being the absolute most creative person on the planet. This podcast is one person talking to you. I'm in a static environment. There's not a bunch of special effects. I don't have a lot of bells and whistles on it. That's not the point of being creative. Being creative is about problem solving. So think about the fact that you're being patient, you're being consistent, you're learning continual lessons, you're doing things over and over again, trying to make them better every time. How do you make improvements? You solve problems. The things that didn't work as well last time can be improved, can be made better, can be done in a different way if you are creative in the process. Not about being a creative genius, but about applying new and different ways of thinking about things. You can't do something new if you're considering the old way. If you're stuck in how I've always done it or how I want to do it versus how the audience likes it or how things are in 2022 versus 2021 or versus 2019, etc., then you're not going to find the opportunities to improve, to further connect to your audience, to set yourself apart from the competition, to deliver value. So be creative, be open-minded, be open to the process, stay fresh, be consistent in your delivery, be consistent in your patience, but the actual execution needs to continually evolve, continually upgrade, show people you're progressing and keep it fresh. Keep it fresh for your audience and keep it fresh for yourself. No one wants to sit and say the same thing over and over again, the same way no one wants to listen to someone say the same thing over and over again. So find different angles, find different ways to do things. I'm constantly changing the, the background behind me and changing the location I'm shooting in. Sometimes I go outside, sometimes I stay in. I like to be consistent. I like to have the setup where I could sit down and deliver for you and you know what to expect from the Saturday morning hustle, but I also like to surprise you. I like to give you something different. Much like today I started off on the social media promos with a little whisper. Why not? We'll see what happens. Next week, who knows? It could be completely different. But being creative will help you stay fresh for you and for them. And thinking creatively, having an open mind, along with consistency and patience, allows you to focus on the big picture. Focusing on the big picture keeps you out of the day-to-day where I didn't have enough followers today. I didn't have enough likes today. This particular video didn't work as well as I expected. This particular podcast episode didn't go as well as I wanted. The pitch I made to my boss didn't go as exactly how I wanted. You can't focus on that singular day-to-day activity. You have to focus on where it can come from, what can happen to it later, how it can build into ultimately what you're building, which is the big picture. So, Being creative allows you to focus on the big picture, not on the day-to-day minutia. It also allows you to avoid pitfalls and ego trips. If you think creatively, creatively, if you use creativity, you think creatively, you can see 
pitfalls coming. You can understand how something may or may not work and whether it's worth the risk to do so. By assessing and deciding against a risk allows you sometimes to avoid pitfalls. Now, sometimes it might also keep you too safe. We just said earlier, you need to keep things fresh and different. So don't be too safe, but also don't make dumb mistakes. Don't do things that are obviously not the right thing by thinking creative about it. And then avoid your own ego. Now, how does that happen? How does you avoid, how do you avoid your own ego and how do you avoid these pitfalls? That happens through collaboration. That happens through working through other people and allowing people into your process, allowing people to be part of what you're doing, whether they're very directly, they're standing behind the camera, they're sitting next to you, they're on another microphone talking, they're reviewing your work and editing it, whatever it is, working with other people or indirectly, such as people who support you online, who like and share your content, who make regular interactions with you, feedback, etc., fans, if you will. These are people that you can collaborate with. You can collaborate directly or indirectly. You can collaborate very intimately with someone or very anonymously and collaborate with others. Not just them collaborating with you on what it is you're working on, but you collaborate with them on what they're working on. That is why collaboration is important. So when you connect collaboration with creativity, when you connect creativity with consistency, what you get is creativity plus consistency equals style. It's your style. It's your brand, your self-brand, your method of delivery. The reasons that people like you, whether they get the specifics of what you're doing or they sort of dislike what it is you're doing overall, that is a style. That is something that they can latch onto, that they can say, this is what they're all about. Saturday morning hustle. There's a ton of hustle. It's positive. There's good motivation and there's practical advice. That's the style I've developed here. You can develop style yourself too if you are creative and consistent. The consistency allows your style to become known or something that can be expected so that someone could say, this is what I like about it. This is why you should listen to this podcast. This is why you should watch this video. This is why you should go to this place. But if you're being creative, you're keeping it fresh so that every time the actual execution happens, it's just different enough. People want consistency. They want to know what to expect, but they like to be surprised. So give people what they expect through consistency, but surprise them a little bit through creativity. You get to do those things by keeping an open mind, keeping yourself fresh, and hearing the outside voices of others through collaboration. Collaboration is the final key. Collaboration pushes your creativity. Your creativity can become stale. It can become closed off. It can become predictable if you don't listen to others, either people you're working with directly or people who are just simply online making comments, making references. Now, of course, every comment that some Yahoo makes to you on Twitter or Instagram about your podcast, about your social media post, about your videos is not important. Your take, your feedback, and the collaborators you work with internally, their opinion is more important, but your audience as a whole the thing that they consistently want to see, the trends of information that come from your audience, those things are important. So don't pay attention to the individuals, but pay attention to your group of collaborators, whether they're your audience, your fans, your coworkers, people who purchase from you, whatever you want to refer to them as, however your your relationship, your working relationship is, pay attention to them as a group, as a collaboration unit, 
not necessarily as individuals unless you work directly with them and you understand the reason to trust their individual assessment. Don't listen to strangers online. You guys should know this by now. I shouldn't have to tell you that, right? So the last piece of advice on collaboration is this. You're not truly being successful until you can bring some other people with you, until you can utilize your success to create an amount of success in someone else. If you've gone from zero to wherever you are today, and it may be 10% of your journey, 50% of your journey, 90% of your journey, you may be go from zero to absolutely world famous or somewhere in between where most of, most of us are, somewhere in between. There's someone earlier in the process, someone who hasn't learned as much, who hasn't gained as much experience, who's looking for an opportunity to lift to themselves, to elevate themselves, to raise their game the way you've raised yours. The best way for you to continue to raise your game, continue to be successful and continue to build, continue your patience, continue that consistency, be creative and absolutely collaborative is bringing someone else up, giving someone an opportunity you wish you had when you were in their position. That's the definition of success. That's where being successful comes from. It's not about cars and money and job titles. Those are fine, but the point is you don't do it for those reasons. Those are the side effects of your good work. Your good works are what create success. The side effects are income and extras. Which brings me to the last point. The last thing I want you to take away from this conversation today is all of this should come from a place of passion, a subject matter, a a, ta- a tactic, an activity that you have passion for. Earning money is not passion. Having a better job, a better job title, having a big house, having a fancy car, these are not things you can have passion for. They can, you could be very interested in them. You could want them very much, but it's not enough to sustain you to put the extra work in, to put the effort in, to be patient, to be consistent, to look at your creativity, and to be collaborative. Those things will not come from superficial items. It has to come from something you have passion for, something you want to do every day. The old saying, if if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. That comes from having passion for what you do. My passion is helping people along their path, being collaborative, being creative, being a communicator. That's what I do. That's what I do in my day job. That's what I do in the Saturday morning hustle. That's what I do in every aspect of my life. That's something I have passion for. That's why I can do this for six years and feel good confident about it. I can have passion for it. I started it because I have passion for it. I keep doing it, being consistent and being patient because I have passion for it. And ultimately, any success that comes from it, I will utilize to help other people express themselves, which will continue to create opportunities for success for me in the future. It's a self-replicating, a sustainable, a actual workable success model if you start with having passion for what it is not for being superficial. And again, if you do good works, if you become successful, the cars, the money, the opportunities, all of the things that come with it will arrive as side effects of the success you built for all the right reasons, because you weren't an overnight sensation, because you were patient, because you were consistent, because you were creative and you were collaborative and you used your success to bring someone else up with you. One person, two people, 50 people, 500 people. You can inspire someone you never meet Or you can actually bring someone in and work with them directly and teach them the experiences and skills that you've gained 
would you wish someone taught you when you were in their position? That's the full circle that you come back to why to do this, how you stay motivated, how you stay consistent, how you stay, stay patient, how you stay creative, and ultimately be collaborative. All of these things work together to create a model of success that you can manage, adjust, sustain, and keep as long as you want. You can do something else different with it if you want. And if you're forced to, if something else happens in the world, COVID, World War III, other factors in your personal life that take you away from that passion project, you can take a pause. You can even start over and do it again if you know how to build it from the ground up because you did it the first time, didn't inherit it because of an overnight sensation. That's the lesson today on the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. There's no such thing as overnight success and you do not want to be an overnight sensation. Trust me on that. So make sure you listen to the podcast each and every weekend here on all the great podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, anywhere you find great podcasts on YouTube as well. Stream, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. I would really appreciate some reviews and comments online. Hit me up on social media as well. You know, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, the new Facebook page for the 71 Hustle as well. It's all there. Don't miss the current episode of the Balance Series released last Monday. And this month, that topic is how do you balance competition? Competing against yourself is an internal process or competing with the factors in the market and external process. How do you balance those ideas? And remember, every Saturday Morning Hustle episode of the podcast, every Saturday Morning Hustle social media post, all the swag, all the ways to support the Saturday Morning Hustle, you can find at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. So check out the website today. I appreciate it. Or yourself some swag. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend. would appreciate that very much. And I'll see you next Saturday on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Because it's Saturday. We're in the office, outworking the competition because Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, is not going to get you to that next level. See you next week. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams. Thank you.